This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk about how to stop drunk texting and unwanted news. Check it out, share it with a friend. Coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, Sam York Lazar, every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for telling a friend this podcast keeps getting bigger and bigger, and that is because of you, the listener. That's because of you telling your buddy next to you at work, or your buddy next to you in class, or your buddy next to you in that dorm room or your girl that sits next to you in class or when you put up a snapchat story of you listening and to tell people to go listen or when you put up an instagram stories telling people to go listen or when you put up an instagram post or a facebook post all of those come right back to papa jt and feather his nuts so aggressively it's as if you took the feather and you took it to the other side and you used the stick part of the feather and you were like, I'm going to get nasty with you. That's <laughs> how much you're feathering right now because I love it that you're spreading the word and telling people and you got to keep doing that. Follow me on Snapchat, JTrain56. I'm also using Instagram a lot more, at Jared Freed on Instagram. I like that. Uh, I'm just a big Instagram guy right now. I like I like the medium. Gotta, I got to say, I, shout out. To Instagram. So um, go follow me there and uh, keep supporting the podcast. Keep sending these emails. The email address per use is jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. You can send in whatever you'd like. We got amazing emails this week and we have an amazing guest. I'm super pumped to have her back. Uh, an OKP, original key player, Ida Rodriguez. Thank you for coming on. Yay. What's up? It's, I love you. Uh, I, I follow you. I follow you on Snapchat <laughs> and on Instagram. Thank you. I follow you. I, I, I keep in, I keep up with you. Yours is more fun than mine, though. Mine's just a little just ridiculous. I love it. <laughs> I, it's just me w- waking up in the morning being like, what did I put up there? <laughs> I feel like it's like, it's like a, a note to myself from my blacked out self. I, I don't know. I love it, though. Uh, what, it's, I, I'm pumped to have you back on. You got an mm-hmm. album coming up. Yes. Tomorrow comes out. Well, today, today, because this comes out Tuesday night. So yeah. this it's out right now. Yes, it is. It I, is out right now. iTunes, Amazon, Google, Google Play. Play. And let me tell you, the listener, Ida's fantastic. Oh, I watch her on stage. So, so Get funny. Get involved. 
if uh, and name tell us the name of the album. It's called I'll Say It For You. I'll Say It For You, yeah. and you spell Ida's name is a little bit to a. Is that how you always spell Ida? Ida. Ida. Uh huh. So a little now. Look at I feel like we just went to a. Uh, <laughs> Like a it's like a, a salsa, <laughs> so, uh, A I D A Rodriguez, and tell us tell us about the album uh, about doing because everyone has like their own album story. I feel like. Well, I mean, my album is it's just a reflection of what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. It is irreverent and it is not for the faint of heart. Like if you are one of those uh, cultural appropriation, misgender, binary, cisgender people that are everything is a different label, yeah. you're going to be offended. But, if you're an yeah. exhausting piece of shit, <laughs> is that what you're yes, saying? Yes, it gets it gets. You're old. exhausting. And, you know, I, I can't even remember all the the names and who I. The, like it's almost like getting offended now is Everything. like is it, it's but a thing. It, but it's also like it's we're we're at the point of being offended where it's a cliche. Yeah, it's a thing. You're like you're like you really mm-hmm. don't you know what you're a part of now? You have a look like yeah. you you could disc- you could write a piece of paper a look of a person and be like oh that person's offended at all times. Oh, oh my god, they come to the show. So you know, I did a I had a joke about um how this this really short guy used to always try to get with me. He mm-hmm. was really sexually aggressive. Okay. And I had this whole joke about how I, no woman wants to date a man that's shorter than her no matter how tall they are. And I'm tall. I'm 5'10". Mm-hmm. So somebody sends me the link to this blog and it's all dedicated to heightism. 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 And it was like all these stories about men who've been, you know, who feel offended and are outraged by the fact that they are discriminated against by women and other people because of their height. And I was just like, this is ridiculous. That's a, that's a guy like I love that that guy takes the time to write a blog about how he's offended that people don't like him for his height. It's like yeah. maybe it's your personality, dude. Yeah, the fact that you <laughs> offered me your dick before a hello has had a lot to do with it. That you were kind of uh, and, and and it's one of those things. And I say I've said it on this podcast. My dad used to say it all the time, and he probably took it from someone else. This isn't a saying that is created here, but. There's a butt for every seat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and your short butt is going to find a seat. And it's just because the one hot chick that you became infatuated with doesn't like you, that has nothing to do with your your group. Yeah. All of a sudden. And there's a there's a group of them. It was yeah. like uh, a a bunch of it was funny cuz my they they made my picture like they elongated it so I look even taller than what I was. <laughs> so it made me all I of a sudden you're a giant. <laughs> yeah. You're you're fee fi fo fum all over there. Yeah. Their their boner party. Exactly. It was <laughs> hilarious. And I I thought it was a joke and then yeah. I started reading and it was serious and it's people who are outraged. But, Le- I mean, but the thing is, we're all, and we were talking about this before we started taping, mm-hmm. but like everyone is, struggle is very fashionable right now. Yeah. So everyone is looking <laughs> for a group where they're the underdog. Yeah. No one, the underdog is the most fun person to be. Everyone wants to be, yeah. everyone wants to feel like they're the person that's like coming through it and trying to make it. And then like, so everyone's dressing themselves in multiple struggles. You know, like <laughs> I am a curvy woman. Uh, with, who's dyslexic <laughs> and sometimes her foot falls asleep on the bathroom toilet, okay? Our group has a lot of issues right Are now. Are you saying this on stage? No, I'm That's saying this so, to you. It's so funny. You know, it, it's, it, it is hilarious. And mind you, those of us who actually grew up struggling That's are thing. so offended because we want to get out of there. <laughs> and we worked so hard to get out of there. I remember going, having a job, going mm. to school, getting coached, an SAT coach, so that I could get out of where I yes. grew up. I wanted to get out so bad. So when I see people saying that they're in the struggle and then I start seeing what their definition of the struggle 
struggle is. It's so insulting it's to insulting. the people that really grew up really struggling. And and that's I've I've never been like I I, I think uh, I did Bobby Kelly's podcast and they were talking about like mm-hmm. therapy and he's like you do you go to therapy I was like no <laughs> and he's like well you got two parents that love you I was like yeah <laughs> I was like and he's like okay so you you have no problems I was like. I guess not. I, I like I, I got my own shit, but like nothing that I would complain to people about or feel that that's a, I have this. And I, I think that's okay. Yeah. Like th- there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing uh, to say that like to invent this thing that you have a problem with to like make it so let's hold hands. We're all team struggle, <laughs> and it's like what? Like yeah. it just own that you're just doing fine, and life is just hard in general. Yeah. I have a theory. I think it's because uh, the problem right now is that. Like what you're saying, like you're like, I took my SAT classes. I wanted to come up from the struggle that I had to have a great, uh, you know, a better life. Right. Now we see like on Instagram, social media has given us a window to the best lives. And the worst. Ones. And the worst. But, so we're like trying to aspire to something that we can't even get. Mm-mm. You can't get a private jet. You can't get, yeah. you can't get the Kardashian treatment. You can't. We, right. And we never used to have to see these people's lives. So now you have people that are like, well, I don't have kardashian life and their life seems pretty easy they made it all from being on tv i'm really struggling and it's like no maybe you're doing okay and you're an rn and you got a great pension program absolutely which is way less sexy than going to nice (laughs) (laughs) but that's why i like you i don't you you, your comedy is like you're so spot on with this stuff. Like it, it, it's called the the album. I'll say it for you. Where'd you tape it? I did it at the Stand in New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And Stand's a great club here in the city, and uh, this it's out there right now mm-hmm. as we speak. And everyone gets it, so that no one will be offended. That's the key: is you got to equally offend everybody, yes. so that no one feels special. Because <laughs> if you leave out one group, then, the, then yeah. there's outrage. Outrage, so. and you. You do a lot of you know, stuff with the Young Turks. Yeah, I do. And like, I feel like that community. So, you know, the thing is, one thing I will say, like when you talk about what you talk about, one of the things that kind of separates people and and divides us more is that I always say that I, I don't have the right to minimize somebody's struggle just because it doesn't look like mine. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I always talked about. Some people came for me like um, when I, because I did an attack um, people who were not poor. I mean, you know, I, I didn't go for like rich people. And I said something in an interview and people were just emailing me and they were like, you don't know what privilege is. And I said, I, I have a very good friend that grew up very rich, mm. right? But got molested by her father. And oh she had a, she, you know, she was driving a Bentley when she was a young woman and she had all the bags and all the stuff in the world. But she would get around my mom and all she wanted from my mom was a hug because my mom was so affectionate, this poor mm-hmm. Puerto Rican lady. So I was like, who am I to say, yeah, you know, you don't, you're, don't know, you don't know what bad shit is because she didn't grow up poor. Like everybody has their own struggle. Yeah. And I just think that it's gotten to the point now where if you don't, if your struggle doesn't look like what this said group is defining mm. it as, then it's not valid. And so when I do the Young Turks, you know, I always let people know I'm not a robot and I, I don't, I do not adhere to sheep like thinking. Whether I'm on the Young Turks, CNN, or Fox, I'm going to be me and think what I want to think. I don't, I don't think that, uh, I don't believe in this. 
Republican, Democrat, Red yeah. Sox, Yankees mentality. I'm with you. There are so many people in the middle, and yeah. that those are the people that I care to talk to because they're not culty. You know, they're like they're well, not they're, extreme. And you saw what was going on. A lot of people felt attacked as like a conservative or mm-hmm. a liberal. They were like, "You're attacking my group." It's like. No, I don't like that one thing you do. Right. I don't right. like that one thing they do. Right. Why can't I be both? You know, Nimesh Patel, a uh, comic friend, uh, you know, mm-hmm. he he does a bit. He's like, why can't I be, you know, he does a bit about like wanting to be a wealthy piece of shit who wants there to be, mm-hmm. you know, abortions. <laughs> you, know, like, right. you know, like, why can't you be both? You know, like, and it's like, or not wants abortion, but like, I, no, I'm, but it's okay I'm, I'm fucking it. up the joke. Right. <laughs> but I, uh, and it's like, it doesn't seem like there's that anymore, especially online. Yeah, because, well, that's where the, the extreme lives. Yeah, it, we're independent thinkers. Those people that are independent thinkers don't think completely in anyone's box. Yeah. And that's just what I think has gotten to the point where it's ridiculous. And, and liberal people, like, for example, they've gotten so extreme sometimes with their point of views that they turn everybody off because there's a strict code. You got to yeah. use the right language. You can't. You cannot talk to somebody who's never been exposed to something and expect them to be a master of it. Yeah, you know? and and they it does feel like there's this like outing going on right now mm-hmm. with like especially with conservative. I was I was at a show where I was at the cellar last weekend. Doing I'm hosting, and this guy in the crowd just goes, uh, "They there's the Hassan Minaj is doing his White House correspondence mm-hmm. dinner." Right, uh, running his running set. his set, and it's coming up in a couple weeks, and it's a great set, you guys. If you watch it, he's you're gonna enjoy it. But it's a very like heavy liberal against Trump and right. against and a, you know, and it's about the media because in you know all that stuff. So uh, I go on stage afterwards, and I did a dr- joke to like try and take the other side to try and like I was right. like, did anyone in here vote for Trump? And like uh, no one answers because you're in New York City and people felt uncomfortable after this long set where right. it's like and I and I was you know I, I talked the the bit was about how I, I'd rather hang with a Trump voter than a Hillary voter just because it feels like it'd be a lighter day. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels right. like the day would be a little bit more fun. Like right. no matter politics no politics in there, just be a more fun day. I can bank on it. Right. And did that bit, it goes well, and then I get off stage, I come back on, dude in the crowd just looks at me and goes, so who'd you vote for? And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And he goes, who did you vote for? And I was like, I didn't vote. And he goes, how, he goes, admit it, you voted for Trump. I was like, admit it? Like, I couldn't believe this idea that like, I don't know you, dude. Also, like, why do you have to know? What is that color? That that color is whether the jokes you laughed at before right. were okay to laugh at or not. Or mm-hmm. that also... And I said to him, I go, also, you heard 15 minutes of hammering truck. You couldn't wrap your brain around one person saying that's something a little bit positive about the other side. Right. And it's just like some people have chosen their team and they're cheering. But yeah. that's and, what's and going on. you know what on. I do? I think that I know a lot of people who are Republicans and conservative who are not on board with some of the things that yeah. Donald Trump is doing and didn't. So I just, I, and you know, and, and when you guys call me with the, or tweet me with this foolishness, you know, I just really feel like I should be able to think for myself and express what I feel without having, like I feel, to feel like I got to answer to somebody who at the end of the day has nothing to do with improving my life. Yeah. And that really just bothers me. Like you want to police me, you want to modern monitor me, you want to watch me every step of the way, but you are not in any way involved in making what's my struggle or what I'm doing better. So get off my shit. Like yeah. I don't want to hear that. That's why everyone on Twitter right now should go tweet at funny Ida uh- and let her know how great a job she's doing let her know at funny ida on twitter and instagram and also listen 
I don't know if you heard of the Laughable app. Have you ever heard of this? No, but it's, a, it's an application. You put it. I I always do that when I talk about an app. I go, it's an application you put on your phone. <laughs> Like, why, where else very, would it fucking very go? Very specific. Yeah. It's called Laughable, and you can actually, and I'm a little bit involved with this app, okay? And it's okay. a podcast app, and you can go on it and search any comic that you like and see any podcast that they've been on. Oh, wow. So they can look you up and see anything that you've been on and go listen to all, all these other episodes that you've been on. I did it when, uh, you know, Charlie Murphy just passed away. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to hear a Charlie Murphy podcast. That one? Yeah, that's that. And you go down, and I want to hear, because I heard that he was really good on Neil Brennan's podcast. So I was like, I want to go listen to that interview. I put his name into the Laughable app, came right up. You can subscribe to comics. You can subscribe to podcasts. Everyone should be listening to every podcast through this app because it's just so much easier to navigate and find new stuff and find stuff. Oh, I like, because I get tweets all the time and Snapchats. Jared, what other shows should I listen to? Well, then they have the feature, hey, if you like this podcast, you're going to like this. Or if I've been on it as a guest, mm-hmm. you can see another show. And what's that like? So go download Laughable and go find that. And we're here with Ida Rodriguez. Let's do some emails. Are you ready? Got it. I just downloaded it. Awesome. And it, listen, I'll Say It For You is the album. It's mm-hmm. out right now on iTunes. It. Go purchase it. Go get the album. It's something great to listen to on a car ride, on the walk to the gym or at the gym. Just like you listen to this podcast, you can listen to that album. I'll Say It For You. It's on iTunes. At Funny Ida on Twitter and Instagram. Let's do the emails. You ready? Yes, I love the emails. Drunk and desperate. <laughs> Sounds like my type of chick. <laughs> Hello, Jew Tang clan. It's a pleasure to feather your esteemed matzo balls. Lady listener here. Hit the music, man, Sam. I'm 25 years old from America's finest city and home of the heartbreaking sports teams, San Diego, California. I got to get to San Diego. I used to live there. Is it as beautiful as everyone says? It is. It's beautiful. It's clean. It's really Uh, nice. And the weather's perfect. Perfect, right? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of Boston people that move to San... Like, San Diego's like (laughs) their, like... Is like a runaway town for Boston people. Like, people are like, yeah, I just don't want to live life anymore. And they go there a lot of times. It's expensive, though. Uh, Is it? Yeah. I go out with my girls on the reg, and we always have a great time. I'm hot. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I garner pretty consistent attention from guys at bars, clubs. My friends and I drink, dance, and just generally have a great time with whatever suitors come up to us. Basically fun vibes all around. My problem is at the end of the night, lately I cannot keep myself from drunk dialing any all of my exes. Something comes over me after all the partying and fun. I just need to get some attention from past flings, even after swimming in a dude's, in a dude's stew of fresh meat at the bar. <laughs> A dude stew of fresh meat at the bar. That can that could turn any woman a lesbian, I think. Uh, I, I think that sentence. Uh, I'm not too interested in getting dicked down by some rando at the club to satisfy my desire after a night of drinking, but how can I stop drunk dialing? Please help. Mm. Do you have this issue? Ever have this issue? I mean, we've all d- uh, done the drunk dialing. I think uh, one of the things you should do is when you... St- feel yourself starting to drink yeah um you should give your phone to somebody else just get it out of your pocket yeah give it give it to to one of your girls and say uh give it back to me tomorrow when i'm sober up yeah i think that's what we do we put the phone away Hmm. um we give there's a designated person with the phone and just step away from the phone step away from it that is the i mean i do this like i'll get drunk and i'll wake up in the morning and i'll be like i'll go to the last text i remember sending Mm -hmm. you know and I'm like oh thank god there's only two above that (laughs) 
you know like and then if i yeah. if it's way down the screen i'm like what have i done you know yeah. and the thing the, the thing with the drunk text i mean i receive them and i send them out i'm i've been on both ends yeah me too you know and i think when you receive a drunk text you do have the moment where you just kind of laugh about it like i've never yeah. been mad at a drunk text so i think what she should take uh, I know she's waking up. I mean, we're getting this 15 hours ago, so she had a, a little bit of a rough Sunday. <laughs> she was like, let me go get in touch with Papa JT, make myself uh. feel better. I, I And I hear where she's coming from, but I'm saying when just take take some owner, take some solace in the fact that anyone who got a drunk text from you was very much thankful you don't know the history, Appreci- though. I, I'm just saying, I've never... Even when I have a history with a girl, I'm never angry. No, but if it's not... If it's the girl who slashed your tires... Oh, if uh, it's like a girl who ended it with me or was mean to me, I guess I'd be like, why is she fucking doing this? I always assume it's a girl that it's like she's getting in touch with people that she's hooked up with in the past and it just kind of fizzled. Yeah, maybe. Which is a, a lot of the times where the drunk texts come from. Well, a drunk... They said a drunk mouth speaks a sober mind. Okay. So what what is it that who is it that you're texting and why do you feel like you have to t- if you're so hot and you got all these guys coming at you? I think this happens in the the in the generation of we're hooking up, we're not right. dating, we're just kind of a thing, and he ghosted. Mm. You know, there's no direct ending to it, so you kind of have these like mm-hmm. you kind of have these like ropes that you could grab onto at any mm-hmm. time that are kind of way up in the air, but like, yeah, I'll grab that rope, you know, mm-hmm. that's attached to that penis. You know, like, why not? Right. Just to see. And because... And what's the point of the drunk text? Because uh, are you trying to hook up at that point? Or I, is this to get something off your chest? I think for her, and I've been in this position mm-hmm. where she's she's saying, I'm, you know, I'm at the bar with all these guys. There's guys everywhere, but I don't want to be with the guys that I can obviously get. Right. I want to get attention from the guys that I've had trouble fitting it together with. Okay. The ones that have already said yes, the ones that I already know have a fine enough penis for me to deal with, <laughs> and I can go back to that yes well that makes me feel good. She's just looking for recognition. Oh, okay. somebody likes me. Someone is happy to have mm-hmm. heard from me. I'm lonely. She's just lonely. I think with any drunk text, you want to be drunk texting the future, not the past. Right. And I think that's where she's getting depressed. She's like, oh my God, I'm texting all these guys that have obviously said that sex with me is all they wanted. They didn't want a relationship mm-hmm. or else they would have been out with me that night. I'm not saying that as a negative to her because I, I just think that's what the position you're in. I've mm-hmm. been in that position where I'm drunk texting girls that are like, I've had it with this dude. Right. I don't care to have a text from him. And the next morning you wake up being like, ugh, I texted a bunch of girls that I've already done it with. Mm-hmm. Like, not sex, but like I've done the whole... The whole thing with. The whole thing. I think she wants to text. You want to be aspiring with your drunk text. Yes. You want to look forward. <laughs> look forward. Yeah. So my suggestion to her is in your sober moments, let's start opening up some new dude. Yeah. It's one of the things that we do like in our in our group is we delete numbers. We get rid of the numbers. Delete the number. Oh, yeah. You got to do that. You got to delete because the fact that the numbers are still in the phone. If you know totally. you're going to do this when you get drunk. Get rid of the numbers unless she knows them. I yeah, two pieces of it. That's totally true. There's two way. There's two. There's a there's a two sided thing to this. You have to do two things. One, delete the number. Delete the social medias because what you're doing, yes. you're seeing them. You're getting a window. We talked about the window into the better life yes. on Instagram. Yes. Instagram stories and Snapchat stories are a 10 second 
window into the night you'd be having if you were still together. Yes. So you're seeing that they are like at the pregame. Oh, he's out. He's drinking. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know that he's in the same zone as me. So he'll be wanting a text from a drunk girl. Right. The problem is you're a drunk girl that he's already gotten blown by. Yeah. So he's done that, been there, done that. He's moved on and he's looking for new chicks and his random stew of vagina at his bar is very interesting <laughs> to him as opposed to yours, which is just guys and girls. That I, I get that difference. Right. To, so you got to delete the, the number and unsubscribe from their social media because those 10 second views are you saying, oh, well, he's out, yep. I'm out. Why wouldn't he when you're drunk? And yeah. then in the morning you're like, Oh, I guess I know I wouldn't, you know, like Mm -hmm. you're having that cold reality. And then in addition to all this, let's soberly find some new prospective guys. I was just going to say that. Find somebody new that you won't even think about drunk. Oh, or you think about drunk texting with the idea that it could happen in the future. Right. As opposed to like, I'm going to this used car lot. Yeah. This used (laughs) dick lot. <laughs> but the future drunk text that's flirting that's, when you're yeah, going yeah. back it's like tapping somebody on the shoulder and being like what yes yeah. we did it <laughs> jtrainpodcast at gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com here with Ida Rodriguez the album you gotta go check it out I'll say it for you it's on iTunes right now Amazon and Google Play go check it out go buy it right now getting girl girl getting over old relationship mm. Dear Harry Jew, (laughs) thank you for feathering everyone's nuts two times a week, but here's my situation. I've been talking to this girl that's an 888. Oh, classic Mansamp. That's right. Mansamp claims he's an 888. What is that? So we have a rating system here on the podcast, and girls or guys can use it. Face, body, personality. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the area code method. You're laughing because that's so spot on. Yeah, I know. It's just hilarious. You're looking directly into an 888. Face, body, Don't, and personality. Personality. You, your personality's an eight, too? I'm so fun to be Eight, eight, eight. Yeah, of course. Okay. Don't look directly at it. It's like looking at the sun. Mm-hmm. You lose your <laughs> eyesight. So cute. <laughs> I've been done for 888 for the past few weeks uh, while well, at university. She seems very interested in talking to me, except for the fact that she seems to have trouble getting over one of her old relationships. The guy may be one of, the guy may be one of my pledges. So... You, this is like one a guy of your that, subordinates. One of his subordinates. Yes, <laughs> she even sent me a message yesterday saying, "I just haven't really been into been myself lately, and I don't want you to think it's not because I don't want to talk to you." So my question is, how can I get this girl to be more comfortable and want to start going on dates with me, or is this just a timing thing? I'm very interested in her, and she seems to like take talking to me. Besides the pro, uh, this problem, so it's very interesting. I uh, hope you can answer, and thank you for the help. What do you think? Somebody just, uh, I have a girlfriend who ju- is going through the same thing. Okay. Um, and th- the guy is is not, is still a little conflicted about the relationship that he was in before. So this girl is dealing with this guy's problem. Well, he is, yeah, she, she so, feels like she's trying to get him to get over the other girl mm-hmm. so that she could... He, she can move forward with him. With him. And, I Don't you think that, like, it's already... You know, fuck from Jump Street. Like, mm-hmm. well, I want to know: do, Does he really like the girl? Because he's he wrote it sincerely, a guy with a crush. Which okay, the crush is a lot. I mean, of that's. I mean, it seems like he's very. He has enough interest to sound like the gayest dude that's ever written. I, know. This I mean, I got a crush on a Rod, but I think J Lo's <laughs> yeah, beating that down a- daily. I don't know if I got a shot at that. <laughs> we could all have crushes. 
But what? But what? Is he really interested in the girl, or does the fact that she was involved with somebody who is a, a ple- one of his pledges does that make it more enticing? Oh, does that get him off a little? Yeah, bit? Yeah, he's gonna win over the guy that that is trying to be a part of his fraternity. They haze the, the people. Yeah, yeah. It's a, like an ownership yeah. thing where it's like I got your girl mm-hmm. type of thing. I don't know. I I. I mean, if it's true brotherhood, then why are you trying to get with that girl? Just go find somebody else. Go find somebody else. And I, I think when you're dealing with... I've had friends where they've been trying to date someone and then they're like, I just don't get it. We, mm-hmm. She's just not really in. And it's always... It, I can always smell the scent of another dude. Because she's not in. Yeah, because she's not. She's still got her mind on something else. There was a connection that you can't really break. And yeah. that's not because you suck. It's just because... She's found a better, you know, a better mm-hmm. option for her. It's and and what he's doing, he's like, but I'm me. I yeah, can I can exactly. I can climb this mountain. And it's like, no, you can't climb a mountain that's yeah. covered in like in like you know like in her woman juices that are created by another man. man. Yeah, it sounds like a bad '90s movie. This like, does. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like a movie, like one of those. The pledge. Uh, yeah, and Kirsten Dunst is the yeah. girl. <laughs> It just sounds like uh, I want. I want this the girl. pledges girl. <laughs> the pledges girl. Yeah, I, I yeah. It does sound like, and I think for him, it's like there's a lot of chicks. Like the thing that you like about this girl, you're gonna like about somebody else, except that mm-hmm. she's gonna be interested in you and not have this other dude in the background. <clears throat> I just don't think you can like break the curse no, of the past dude. Guy. And sometimes it's just ego. It's like why mm. can't I? Why like you said? Why not me? Like, yeah. How do I crack this nut? And then you know, is it really, really worth? You know, jeopardizing a brotherhood for her if it's not some if it's not somebody you're gonna be with for real. Also, they're her text. This text, she even sent me a message yesterday. I just haven't really been myself lately, and I don't want you to think it's because I don't want to talk to you. That is the text of a girl who wants a new friend. That's a girls. We love to talk. Yes. And when we are into somebody, we want to talk to them all the time. And you know that as a guy, because yeah. like, guys are like, oh. But then, but I, I also <laughs> like. I feel texts from girls I kind of like. Yeah. You know, like I feel. You know, the text. If and I've said this on this podcast so many times. It feels good to get a text from anybody. Yeah. In general. Yeah. Even you know, just so like so her saying. Yeah, I just don't want you to think I don't want you to get texts from you. That's her saying, I don't want you to think that, like, I don't, like, it's it's her saying, I don't want to lose this endorphin drip yeah. you're giving me. I don't want to miss out on a potential free dinner. Yes. Um, that I may be able to take you up on when I don't have anything else to do. Yes. And, and that's not to say that he's not a great guy. That's no. just to say that she's already, she's got someone that she's hoping for a text from, and you're the person that she's just fine with getting a text from. At 100. And the other thing I will say is being a female, um, and I know a lot of women get mad at me, not to make generalizations, but I will say that for the most part, we are sometimes okay with stringing people along yeah <laughs> you know what i mean because it, it, it guys are too though but it doesn't disrupt our as long as you don't it, you don't call us on it but I, I know a lot of girls that'll say oh it's just cool we're just friends and i'm like but you know he really really likes you yeah oh, but that's not my problem yes it kind of is if you keep if you kind of like leave the window open even though the door is closed yeah and if you don't admit to it yeah. like like at some time yeah it's like a it's like guys are kind of like uh you know gamblers at the casino mm-hmm. like if you give us some chips to play with yeah we're gonna go play but i want to cash those in at some point yeah <laughs> you know I got, and when i'm when i talk about cash 
we want to cash it in. That's right. You know, we'll play your game. We'll play your you know your roulette. We'll play your oh your boy your ex is so crazy. We'll play that game. Yeah. We'll text you about your ex. We'll play that text about your ex game all day long until we're ready to cash in some chips. Yeah. And this guy is looking to cash in right now. The problem is, I don't think she's gonna be. I. It sounds like her next text to you when you said, "What are you doing tonight?" Is I'm busy. Yep. And everyone's busy until they don't want to be. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Ida Rodriguez at Funny Ida. The album is out right now. It's called I'll Say It For You. We are our sponsor this week. <laughs> Very excited about this sponsor. Oh, okay. You look so funny. <laughs> this is, this is, we gotta, we're gonna dance around the horn on this one. This is a, a very cool sponsor that I am like personally involved, like not involved with the company. Invested I'm, I, I'm in invested here. in yeah. This is like something that speaks to me because we're right at the season. Shirts are coming off soon, people. <laughs> Beach season is on its fucking way. Yeah, it is. And take a look at yourself. Take a look. Take a long look. It ain't pretty. Shit's gotten crazy. Yesterday was Sunday. You went to brunch. Mm-hmm. You said, I'll skip the gym because I'll put on my sweatshirt. Sweatshirt season's over, people. <laughs> it's t-shirt. It's t-shirt season, and I'm just trying to get not tug on my t-shirt skinny. I'm telling you, and it's Beachbody On Demand. Beachbody On Demand is the total solution for health, fitness, and weight loss. Members get convenient access, over $6,000 of the most effective fitness and nutrition programs ever created from world-class super trainers proven to deliver amazing results. The platform is the largest community of its kind dedicated to helping people truly achieve their goals. So listen, all that, let me explain to you what they are. It's Netflix for workout programs oh wow okay so the, the, i asked them if i could say it that way and they they gave the same reaction as you they said oh that's a good marketing can't can't that's a good that's oh. a good thing to say i was like okay i'll i'll need some more money uh, <laughs> it's like a workout streaming service basically you can you sign up and you get access to like every like here are the brands p90x insanity 21 day fix extreme t25 three-week yoga retreat Basically, they're in charge of all these infomercial brands, and they had these all on backlog, and now that the on-demand services are so good and streaming is so good, they were like, okay, what do we do with all of these fitness routines that we have? Mm -hmm. So they put them on one service and on one streaming platform where you can go and be like, hey, I want to do a P90X class today. I want to do a full body. I I want to do an insanity workout. And you can do it right from your home. Right. And it's all there in one place. So this is, for me, I'm a guy, I like these group fitness classes. I go to, I always post from Snapchat and mm-hmm. on Instagram of me at these you know group fitness places. They're kind of embarrassing for a guy to go to. You know, it's you and a bunch of uh, housewives. And right. you're like, okay, why am I here? The, this is a way to get the same workout in your own home and not have to feel like you're going out to all these Yeah, things. you do it on a computer, your phone, your tablet, whatever. You just pull it up and you're good to go. And, and like I've started doing like some of them. I like doing them like on the weekend when I don't want to leave my place and I want to just get it in. Mm-hmm. Half of the battle with working out is getting to the gym. Absolutely. So this, the gym's in your home. Mm-hmm. So we got a deal for everyone here. And I gotta find, we got to find this deal. Oh, and you can do it over text. Yeah. You can literally text to get the deal right now. Right. 
That's it's what crazy. you're going to do. Yeah. So it's a brand new service, but they already have over a million members. Wow. It's brand new. I When they explained it to me, I was like, what? Netflix for working out? They're like, yeah, can we use that for our marketing? I was like, okay. Yeah, they were impressed with your, they were impressed. your logic. Yeah. They were impressed. That's why they sponsored us in exchange. You know, uh, you know I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm already fiending. So how You're much in. Is it? Your listeners can claim a free 30-day membership. That's nice. free 30-day membership. Just text J-Train. J-Train. Just text J-Train. Text J-Train. Text J-Train to 30, 30, 30. Text J train to 30, 30, 30. Text J train to 30, 30, 30 and get a full 30 days of access to this entire platform for free. Listen, if I'm you, what I would do right now, I would text that. What's the day today? Today's the 17th. You text yeah, J train. It'll be the 18th. That's so oh, it'll be the 18th. So I would start it right now. Now that brings you into Memorial Day weekend. Right. Right. So you get that free month. Bring you right into the week, in that long weekend, and you'll be at the beach being like, thank you, Papa JT, as you look into the mirror at your new stunning body. Listen, you're welcome. J Train, uh, text it to 303030, get your free 30-day workout. Uh, it's a great service. I love it. Unwanted nudes. You know what they won't? You know what the, you know the, when those nudes will be wanted? When you get involved with... Yeah, you're doing your P90X for 30 days yeah. for free. Yeah. Then they become wanted nudes. Right. So this is called abs. unwanted nudes. Dear Papa, Big Papa JT, been a listener since day one, love the podcast, even tried to sell some of my fraternity brothers about the podcast, but turns out they were already listeners. Nice. Here's the situation. I don't know what to do about a girl who keeps sending me unwanted nudes. What? <laughs> she's not unattractive as she's a 775, but I'm, not attra- I'm just not attracted to her. The real problem is that she is one of my childhood friends. We've always been close in a weird way and a couple times nearly dated and have made out once or twice. Big mistake. She's way more into me than I was ever into her. We aren't as close now because she doesn't live near me due to different schools. I went out of state. She stayed in state for college. Now on to the real problem. She sends me news daily. I've never asked for them, but I don't really say no to no when they show up. She blows everything out of proportion when we talk. If I don't respond right away to texts or Snapchats, she freaks out and reads into situations too much. It's become to the point that I don't even like talking to her because she's every conversation starts out, starts with either her freaking out or unwanted nudes. How do I ask her to stop sending them without destroying her self-esteem or should I just call, cut all ties completely? P.S. Your Snapchat is on point. Thank you. I took your omelet advice and it's completely changed my weekends. I didn't really give out omelet advice. Now I got people, I, I make these omelets and because I, I, I actually like, I started doing like, I got a, like a nutrition guy, you know, help me out. And he's like, yeah, eat these in the morning. It'll make you, you're going to be better off. So I started making them, put them on set. Now people are sending me their omelets. Oh, nice. The show really runs the gamut. It's really crazy. It's crazy. We, we get stuff about circumcision. Your and, omelets are like what? Tell me what the. I do. It's a, it's a big omelet. Okay. 11 ounces, 11 and a half ounces of egg whites. Okay. It's egg whites. I see a lot of yellow in your eggs, people. Right. I don't okay. know about that yolk. Um, and then I put in a bunch of like veggies. But I start, I do, I've been, what I basically did is any hotel that has like the omelet maker, mm-hmm. I've been watching those guys for so long that I just copy the way I see them do it. Okay. So I start with making the vegetables. Mm-hmm. You saute them. Saute them. I throw in, and people don't like this, but I do like it, a little teriyaki oh, okay. on the veggies. It's nice. Throw it on salt, pepper, and garlic. Mix it all together. And I like a burnt vegetable. 
Like I like to get okay. it down. Uh-huh. So I cook it a little too long for some people's liking. This is me. Don't jump on me about your fantastic. I don't care about your shit. <laughs> um, and then I throw in the, and then I mix, I take the egg whites. I mix them with sriracha, salt, pepper. Um, and then I pour them in and I omelet it up. That's nice. it. That sounds good though. It's good. And you know, it, but it's a, you know, breakfast. And now breakfast takes a while for me. It's like a half hour of cooking and cleaning and all that shit. 11 though. 11 egg whites? It's 11 ounces. 11 ounces. Okay. Which I'm assuming is like, a, that's a lot of eggs. Yeah. But I'm fuller longer. I feel pretty good. Taking off some weight. Shirts are fitting better. I'm trying to get into my... So you do that and then what's the rest of the day look like though? Then I get into like, it's every three hours. I'm eating chicken and pistachios mm -hmm. and everything that I don't want to eat. Yeah. I want to eat hamburger, cheeseburger and mm -hmm. bacon mm -hmm. at all moments. But, you know, life is horrible. So <laughs> I know. But it pays off. It pays off when you feel better, like when your shirt buttons and then you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I don't have to like sit there. You know that move where you're like, you, you pull your shoulders together just to stretch out a little bit on the back. <laughs> you know, just to get that little millimeter of room. That's I hate that feeling. I want you to do that on Snapchat today after just, the show. Just move my shirt yeah, to make man. it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so what do we think? Uh, have you ever sent nudes to a guy? No. Um, I think, well, no, I don't. You know why? I just, I just think people are too vindictive. <laughs> people can be... Fair. And also, people are negligent, and people don't. Your your shit will end up, you know, somewhere else. Yeah. And I can just, I can just see my my brother would run to my mom just to mm -hmm. show her that I am a hoe. And then really, yeah. And then my mom would be so disappointed, and it would just be because my mom is so old school. Uh, but um, I think that he should just be honest with her. I don't, I don't yeah. mean, I'm not and not brutally honest, but I think he should say, yo, what's up with these pictures? You, like, know, you know why I love this email? Because mm -hmm. it's one of those things that uh, if it was a, if it was a tweet or a title, everyone would hate this guy. Yeah, I know. Oh, boo hoo. You're getting a, uh, a cute chick sending you naked pictures. Yeah. No yeah. one would listen to this problem except for J Trey. That's right. Because I'm here for him as well as Ida. I, I feel where this guy's coming from. I've had this situation happen to me. He also said marginal, though. He didn't say hot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's marginal to him. Yeah, no. Today, yeah, he said she's okay. She's okay. It was 775. He's given her something. But I, I have been in this situation. But where, the, five, the five is the personality? Yeah. Okay. So that's, Face body. That's, that's, that's a good-looking girl. Yeah, but her personality is so <coughs> fucked up that yeah. he doesn't appreciate her face and her body. Exactly. Right, the he, five is the problem. Yeah. The five's the issue, yeah. which is is dressing the whole naked text that he's getting. Yeah. But I'm saying I have been in the situation where, because nobody believes that a guy's like, a get because guys send so many dick pics that are like, oh, you're getting sent nude pictures? Like, mm -hmm. what could be wrong? But if it's from someone you don't necessarily have any like attraction to, you're kind of like, oh man. And then they're giving you shit on top mm -hmm. of it. Because she thinks she's a 10, 10, 10. She thinks she's a 10, 10, 10. And she's looking for 10, 10, 10 validation. Yes. She's sending the nudes to get someone to be like, you're a good looking person, which she's not hearing enough in her everyday life because you're the only one that has agreed to make out with her in so-and-so months. So you're the only one that can make her feel good about herself Right? because she's afraid to find new guys. If she goes and finds a new guy, she's going to get turned down and then she's back at square one feeling even worse than, than she did before. So mm -hmm. I hear where she's coming from. I also hear where he's coming from. I hooked up with a girl 
I shit you not. Hook, we haven't seen each other since like last summer. Mm-hmm. Okay? And this person's a nice person, fine person. And very recently, I was sent a naked picture. And then I didn't answer. I did what he did. I was just like, I'm not going to, I'm just going to try and disappear on this one. Because mm-hmm. I have said in the past, hey, listen, I'm not looking for anything more. I'm just like, and then to girls, they don't believe it from a guy because we're like, yeah, we just want to fucking run. And it's like, right. but then it's like, if, I, if I'm if i being honest with her, I'm like, listen, I'm just not into it. I'm not going to, then it becomes like, well, you don't even want to just fuck. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but that takes energy too. <laughs> you know, like that right, takes right. a certain, that I'm looking to put into other girls that I just want to fuck. You know, yeah. like I, and that sounds horrible. Maybe, you know, if my mom's listening to this, she'll be like, oh, what, what's wrong with you, you animal? But like, there's also a million dudes sitting there being like, nodding along with me right so understand that this is the reality i'm not i'm just giving you an honest perspective he can't win for losing though because either way he's an asshole either way he's an asshole so i'm saying i didn't answer her when i got this we haven't seen each other since last summer i haven't texted to her last like how many texts Mm -hmm. and she wrote sent some some nice pictures and then um which i'll show all of you later no (laughs) i'm kidding uh and then uh like hours later i get a text like I couldn't even get anything back to that. Like, not even that got you to say anything. Wow. And it's like, no. No, not... I Like, that's where it becomes girls do this thing where they're like, I'm giving you what I've heard that you want as a guy, mm-hmm. and now I'm going to give you shit because you didn't react in the way that asshole guys react. That's right. And it's like, wait, you're holding me to a standard that is a general standard and not the one that I'm the vibe I'm specifically giving you. So that's, I'm just saying, I'm trying to like see eye to eye with this guy because I've been in this situation. No, I agree. I think there also, there's a lot of confidence in photographs that people text now because there's so much altering that you can do to them. Oh yeah. You can be whatever you want to look like. Yeah. So it's like, cause I'm like thinking to myself, damn, it's a bunch of, there are a lot of badass bitches texting naked pictures. (laughs) But then I'm like, oh, they got all the apps. They Photoshop. Listen, the Apple remote has done wonders for my penis. I will say (laughs) that right now. I, I, I mean, we're all doing that. We're all showing off our best selves and I don't blame them for doing this, but I'm saying you have to see the the writing on the wall. If mm-hmm. you haven't gotten a text back, it's her responsibility to be like, all right, I, I think he's, I got to back off. I don't think he's into this. If I were him, you dude, it's a, it's a, it's the same thing as the girl mm-hmm. that's sending the drunk text, but you have to send a harpoon through this girl's heart first. Yeah. You have to send yeah. her a text that says, Hey, I really enjoy our friendship right now. We need to just be friends. Yeah. He's known her since childhood. Exactly. Yeah. So they have a long history. Hey, we just need to, we need to just be friends. I don't want to insult you when I don't answer these texts, which are very much appreciated, but you should be sending them to someone else and not me. Yeah. And then you need to cut off the communication for a little while. Yeah. Take a moment. Because this guy's like we it sounds like they still talk on the phone. If you're talking to a girl on the phone, like that's more than I do with my parents. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like you, you're talking to a, you know, I talk to my parents and Uber drivers on the phone. Okay, so what he's doing with her is a elevated communication. So she's saying, "Well, he talks to me on the phone. Why does he want these tits?" It's the same thing. Yeah, it's the the leaving the window open when yes. you close the door. So she, what he needs to do, send that direct text. You're a great person. I enjoy our friendship. But I think these pictures should be going to someone else and not me. Mm-hmm. 
let's take a minute to like stop talking for a bit and come back when clearer minds prevail. And when and from a a woman, a grown woman's perspective, <clears throat> mm. you're doing her uh, more of a uh, it's more a disservice when you don't when you're not honest with somebody. Yes. But even though it seems a little bit harsh, when you release somebody so that they can go get what they really want and what they really need because you mm. don't want to give it to them, you're actually doing something good for them. Yes. Right it's now, a band-aid being ripped off. Yeah, hanging on to hope of something that's because guys, one thing I know about guys, you guys, when you when you want something, you go get it. Mm-hmm. There's no that we're the ones that get like murky and gray, but guys for for the most part can say, I like this girl. This girl's going to be the girl that gives me head. This is yep. the girl I just kick it with when I don't have anybody around. I want to make her my girlfriend. You guys are really good with compartmentalizing it. Yeah. And so when you when you feel like I, if she doesn't get it, that's her problem if you are sending the message. But if you keep sending mixed messages, then it's your you guys' problem at the same time. So I think let it go. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Ida Rodriguez, thank you so much. It's been fantastic. Oh, no. And that guy that kept stringing me along <laughs> for the last five years, motherfucker, you could have just told me I could have kept my titties a, to myself. This is a message to you. Listen, we're going to be right back with hypotheticals in the news. We'll be right back. <laughs> guys welcome back ida thank you so much no thank you for having me so fantastic you are great at this i this is i enjoy doing it so papa jt papa jt on the (laughs) ones and twos uh all of you need to go buy ida's album it's fantastic you gotta go uh go buy it it's called i'll say it for you it's on itunes amazon google play it came out today yes came out today my grandma's birthday my bubby's birthday she's no bubby with us. yeah you know bubby yeah i love that word. i love that word that's yiddish right i know yeah it is how did that happen well, you know, um, I grew up between New York and Miami, and I just okay. My my godfather is Jewish, so um, you've seen some Jews. Oh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had a bubby. That's why I yeah. I, call my grandma yeah. Bubby. Okay. Cool. So, all of you, I'll say it for you: iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Ida Rodriguez at Funny Ida. Mansamp, thank you for coming on. You know what? I wouldn't miss it. <laughs> at Mansamp <laughs> on Twitter and Instagram, Mandatory Samson Podcast every Friday here on the Stand Up New York Labs network yep and uh, the laughable app and the laughable app yeah we have a, a a friend sitting in ned the guy who created laughable is sitting in the room right now he doesn't have a mic but we're say hi ned in the corner um <laughs> let's do some hypotheticals you ready absolutely hello and well welcome oh that sounds like it's yep. racist um yo j train huge fan love the podcast by the way it's hum hummus not humas. Just saving you some future embarrassment. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> so I went to physical therapy the other day, and there were two guys. One guy couldn't walk right. He was moving side to side like a pirate who lost his wooden leg. <laughs> you could tell something had happened to him. The other guy looked and walked normally, but my therapist told me he had some sort of accident that prevented him from eating. He got really nauseous every time anything touches the, his throat, uh, be it water, food, candy, anything. So he had to have a device installed in the stomach, which is there to feed him. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is very in-depth. Yeah, that's a feeding tube. So I was debating with this with my friends, and I want to know which one you'd rather be. The guy who looks just fine to the outside world, speaks, walks, does everything normally, but has to be fed through a device connected to your stomach. Or the guy who walks around with something clearly wrong with his legs, but can eat normally. 
Wow. This is this is <laughs> the, like a am I superficial or practical? Right. Like, um This is also the most thought out hypothetical. You, you know, sometimes you get like, who you fucking? But this is <laughs> This is like, dude, I was at physical therapy and I saw two lives that I could have been. Right. The device to eat is what is that? Frees up a lot of time. That's right? what I was gonna say, right. It takes a lot of options off the table, which is sad. But you know There's a we you know, that's a, we kinda live in a world where there's too many options. Yeah. You know, like when you're I mean, that's been the nice part about living I just moved to Harlem. Mm-hmm. There's very little options when it comes to food yeah. at late at night, like right. to order. So now I'm not eating as much late at night. So it's been doing me better. When I used to have all, I'd be like, oh, it's three in the morning. What am I going to get? Thai, bagels, mm-hmm, Chinese, mm-hmm. you know, like, and then I'm like, oh, I'm still, what am I eating at three in the morning? So like, I kind of like where the tube just sets me out of that game. Like, I'm just like. Well, just to, just to be, um, I mean, I'm going to sound like an asshole, but it's, we live in such a superficial world. It's true. I don't want anybody counting something, another, something else against me now yeah. that they can see it. So I'd rather, I, I'd rather be able to cover up whatever it is my deficiency is than to walk around hobbling. Yeah, the hobble. That's tough, too. <laughs> Plus, people like, nothing is more annoying to people. And like, like if you get caught walking behind someone slow... Yeah. Like, I don't want to be that guy. I saw someone the other day. Okay. I, I This is going to sound horrible. I was out and they were at like a big party with all their friends. And I look over, no arms. Mm. Can you imagine? No. Eating with her feet. That's that, amazing when you see that. Amazing. Yeah. Ama- I was like, because then I was like, wait a minute. How is this person going to eat? And then all of a sudden, feet doing magic. <laughs> Like it was crazy, and it's like it's crazy that when one thing goes away, something else gets created. Mm-hmm. You know, you become the best foot person, right? You know, so like I, I maybe without the eating, I just like you know now I'd appreciate smells more. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that part of my life. I should. I just be thinner. <laughs> but that's the other thing. I I would then like be like I tell the doctor I'd be like, make the dial to this many cows yep. a day, and now I'm good. Right. Let's do another hypothetical. Let's that was a tough one. That was man. a tough one. These aren't easy. These aren't. The next one's just going to be like, who'd you rather fuck? <laughs> <laughs> if you had to put three extra nipples on your body, where, <laughs> where would you put them? They can't all be in the same spot. So three additional nipples on your body. Where are you putting them? Oh, snap. Down my back? Like down horizontally down my oh, back. Oh, like a tat, like kind of like a it's namaste tat- type of look. Yeah. Like the stones on your back. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I, I want one of them to be in a place that could excite someone sexually. Like but I is want- it a male nipple or a female nipple? Like are they if- different? Yeah. I hope so. Are I they just saying in terms of sensitivity or whatever? Sensitivity. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Do they milk? No, I'm talking about size. Oh. I've male- seen some dudes with some big nips. That's not hot. I mean, I'm not saying it <laughs> to you, uh, but I, I, I don't know. Where are you going to put a nip? I, I, I guess. Because if they're male nipples, I'll put them down my back because it, you can't see them. They're not shirt. as big. Yeah, yeah, But yeah, if it's yeah. a female nipple, then you're oh, gonna then you're going to look like them. you're you're like a velociraptor yeah. or something like a <laughs> like a, you know something like that. I don't know. Where are you putting those nips? 
Well, I mean, the question is, do you want people to see them or not? I mean, if you don't want to, maybe you go like back of your thigh or something. You know? Yeah, armpits. Mm. Yeah, right. and like armpits would be where I'd be one under each armpit, and then I'd right. have that third one, right. like uh, maybe on my ass, like on a ass cheek. Sure. Because then, like, there's the option of like, yeah. Well, what if you put it in your belly button? It just fills in the area. You just have a flat. That's oh. fun. Yeah. No. Sounds gross. Because sure. then you could uh, then you could say it's an Audi. Mm, oh that, right yeah like, but then it would have the discoloration mm -hmm. i'm going under each armpit i know you lymph nodes though <laughs> what's that somebody's gonna fill you up and say this motherfucker is he's, got, he's got something <laughs> wrong with him up there uh, <laughs> i don't know and then the third one <clears throat> maybe my calf right yeah but if you're wearing shorts though people are, are they it. sensitive that's the other question <laughs> some women they're either nipples are like really sensitive or nothing at all. Mm -hmm. And it's like you kind men of men too. Really? Yeah, There's men that are like Yeah. I guess I could use a nipple lick every now and again. Like I wouldn't be against it. You know? Right. <laughs> all right, I'm putting under armpits and on my calf. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go, go on the back of my legs, you know, like my thigh, I guess, so it's covered. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the other one I'll put in the middle of my palm. Middle of your palm. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's, that's a, different. An interesting handshake. That's a, yeah, that's right. That's like a handshake where someone like takes their one finger and rubs oh, the inside so you of your hand. Oh, you get molested yeah, every yeah, yeah. single oh. time. Where are you going down the back? <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's do one more hypothetical. Would you rather? Okay. This is this is a, this one's in depth. Okay. Would you rather be completely in love with yourself and have everyone else you know hate you? Okay. So you're in love with yourself, but everyone else, everyone you know is hate you. I know a few people that are like that. Already. Already, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or hate yourself completely and have everyone else you know love you and think you're the greatest. If you choose to love yourself completely and have everyone hate you, this means that you essentially live in a bubble of delusion where you feel amazing about life and other people don't phase you. However, other people cannot stand you and talk about you behind your back ripping you to pieces on social media. But if you choose to hate yourself and everyone else loves you, no amount of love and kind words will ever make you feel good about yourself. So which is it? Donald Trump or Kurt Cobain? <laughs> interesting. Okay. It's interesting because I feel like those people that like love themselves without like knowing how other people feel about them, they are successful in everything they do because yeah. they don't have that moment where they're like, maybe I won't go outside today. Like Donald Trump and Kurt Cobain. I mean, this is Donald Trump versus Coke. I didn't see that ending coming. Quite a punchline. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you think? I guess I. Well, I mean, if you just if you think about the people, if, if those are the two examples, then I want to be Kurt anyway. Yeah. I mean, I want to leave a legacy or something that's great that people um, love. Like, "Come as You Are" is one of my favorite songs yeah. to this day. I, there is nothing Donald Trump has ever done that makes me say, <laughs> I, "I want the art of the deal." I'm going to uh, read it again. So, um, uh. I just think that uh, it's so sad that those have to be the two choices, but I I don't think I, I would want to walk around with everybody hating me. Yeah, I guess, but you don't know it. Well, you literally couldn't care less. You well, know, like Trump, when he goes to those rallies and whatever, it's like, look at everybody that loves me. He doesn't care yeah. about anybody that hates him. Yeah, even if they're chanting, go to hell. He's like, they love <laughs> right. chanting. He's like, they think yeah. I could run hell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'm taking... Uh, the hate myself one. I, I guess I got it, right? I don't know. We're comics, too. Yeah. Like, it, just imagine, just even if it, it is behind your back, the, then what's the point? If it's yeah. behind your back, then you don't know it. Then, of course, that's bliss. But, 
I mean, who who who's like that? Who do you know that everybody hates and doesn't know? Yeah. That doesn't exist. Well, they're doing a good job not showing. <laughs> Let's do some news. Uh, so Duquesne University, it's a private Catholic university in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they are getting a Chick-fil-A on the campus. <laughs> okay. And you can probably guess where this is going. People mm-hmm. are not Happy. thrilled about that fact because they're worried that it's going to violate the safe space of it because... Chick-fil-A, the owner, I guess, uh, donated money to Prop 8 in California mm-hmm. years ago about yeah. against gay marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the person's name is uh, Nico Martini, which is a great name. is the senator at large of like the Student Government Association. He said, I've tried very hard within the last semester and a half to promote this safe environment for the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, so I fear that with the Chick-fil-A being in, uh, in options, which I guess is their restaurant or whatever, mm-hmm. that maybe people will feel that safe places at risk man those those names for where you can eat at colleges are so horrible mm-hmm. <laughs> come on down to options i know yeah you know <laughs> what you're right I mean, especially when you go out and do those schools and they're like we're gonna feed you yeah and you're like no uh, no i'm gonna go with my own options the on pizza this one. with the right. bell peppers on it yeah come on down to options the people we have everything you could want the chick-fil-a people are Christian. They don't they don't open on Sunday. Right. That's who they are. Yeah. They don't they they don't believe in gay marriage. Not only did they not did they donate money, but they don't. That's just Right, personally. And it's know. fundamentally their belief and mm. it is their right. Um my problem is is are they keeping gay people from doing whatever they want to do? So for mm-hmm. me that's what oppression is. So if you don't believe gay people should get married and you don't get married to another person of the same sex, then that's your preference, which mm-hmm. I think we we gotta we get in a little we got a little murky with that because we want to tell everybody you gotta do this. Right. But those goddamn chicken McNuggets are so good at <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're 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 boneless oh. the chicken and that sauce that comes with yeah, it. Chick-fil-A sauce is amazing. It's oh terrific. my yeah. god. That makes me want to like kill a gay person. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> but I think if you're gonna boycott them, you gotta boycott everybody. Coca-Cola was they said was involved in, in investing in things that supported apartheid. Yeah. You know, you're I, never well, gonna Coca-Cola created Fanta for the Germans during World War II. Do you they know couldn't sell f- Coke there. Do you know what I'm fucking sick of? What's that? Um, I'm really sick of businesses with a cause. Yeah. I'm so... Like, Tom's, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, your, your stupid cause... That's supposed to like you're forcing me into this charitable donation yeah. right. that I don't give a shit about. Like I remember, like when charities would call, you know, the house, like like the give a dollar at CVS. Mm-hmm. They shame you into this whole <laughs> fucking charity that I never heard of, and I have no idea how much of this dollar goes towards the CEO's payment versus the actual charity. And there's websites for that, I know, but I and also I don't give a shit. I have a give a shit about the things that I give a shit about. So I don't like, and they, and I watch Shark Tank. Every Shark Tank thing, and it's just every person that starts these companies with a cause, when they say to the Shark Tank people why they should invest, they're like, and millennials want companies to have a social thing. And it's like, you're literally saying to us, this is part of your marketing scheme. That's right. You know, you're not doing this out of the goodness of your heart. You don't give a shit about this town in Africa. Right. Mm-hmm. You're just doing it to play off of the idiocy of young people that think they're helping something. Yeah. Right. Well, like it's everything. Like the Pepsi I- commercial. That's the Pepsi commercial. That was the whole point. 
Yeah, the Pepsi. It was just like, like yeah, we care. But you don't. No, care. you don't. Your Pepsi show was hilarious. Though. So <laughs> funny. I think throws though, her wig at the black woman. That was oh. the funniest part of the whole thing. Like, like literally, like couldn't have been a. Like you know a, what was funnier though it was that a, a week later her sister Kylie went on um, to pick this guy from Twitter and went to his prom with him. Oh yeah. And I, I was like, I know that mom was like, listen. Pick a Mexican on Twitter. Go to prom with him. We gotta get this Pepsi heat off your sister. You're going to we, a quinceanera today. And it was funny because they were like, "How did she?" Because we had to cover the story for the Turks. Mm -hmm. And so they were like, "How did he? How did she? Did he tweet her? Nothing. She picked this random dude, went to prom with him, did all this Instagramming and Snapchatting, and took all these pictures because her mom, Chris, was like, "We gotta get this Pepsi heat off of your sister. Right. I need she's you to go." Like, she's on. She's like, does a press conference. I had a great time with. Jose, <laughs> it's all, all over. So, and then they have Gomez. The, the we drank Sprite. Uh, <laughs> you see the cameras everywhere because you know they're gonna. Show yeah, it. it's like there, there's no room for bullshit anymore. Like you watch these people and back to the people on Shark Tank. Like they're saying to us, "Oh yeah, we have a, this cause because this is what people want from their companies." No, no. I want you to have a low price, good product. Yeah, and I want you to stop patronizing me and being condescending yeah so why do i so if i don't care about the social element of company a mm -hmm. i also don't care about the the other social element of ceo b right yeah. you know like what this ceo does or the runner of the company if he wants to put his money into that stuff is the chicken good <laughs> right. they putting out good shit they were open on time and also, if you don't want if you don't want to support that business don't go because there. of what they stand for, don't go there. But the the tr the beauty of this thing is, if you really want to support our fundamental rights, our constitutional rights, you can't deprive them from people who don't have the same beliefs as you. Yeah. And I think that's where our big issue is right now: is that we want to police everybody into believing what we believe, and if they don't, then they're wrong. Yeah, and it's it's and, because and the other reason they're so mad about this, the people from Options right. at Duquesne, they're mad about it because people are gonna eat that fucking chicken. Oh, yeah. absolutely. The line is going to be around the corner. Yeah, it's Those be around waffle the corner. fries and that lemonade. They're too fucking good. That's the thing about Chick fil A. You, can't, you right. cannot, you can't diss the quality but of the that's food. That's why they want to keep them out. They're, yeah. they're like, oh, this is a good business that's going to do well. We better get in front of them before these God fearing assholes get in here. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's that, that's the real issue I have. It's like, let the, biz let the business world work itself out. If they move in and you guys sit there and pick it, Every day, we'll see how much you care. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the whole, I like I. I got to talk about this one thing, I, I, <laughs> and then we'll end real quick. Yeah, you're gonna go the, for it. I, I the perfect example of like caring versus not caring is that United dude that got kicked off the fucking. Floor. Oh yeah. man, I have I I gotta say, I watched that story. And this is kind of late because we didn't tape last week because I was away. But I. I tweeted a bunch about it and I can't get that out of my mind how much I how much United got fucked. What what? <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm serious. I am so team United. Uh -huh. Not to say the policy sucks, but that's the thing. The world sucks. So the policy sucks in a world that sucks. Just like it sucks that these guys from Chick-fil-A are doing everything with their money they can legally do to to prop up anti-gay marriage movements like you know that's their right as americans and where they can put their money it sucks 
but it's very much united. That's the way the world works. We we want we have a group of people out there that believe that the world should just be fair and it's in black and white. No, it's not. United well, has a it, policy. It can be, but you got to work to make it. Yeah, that but way, United you know? has a policy to work it for billions of people that take their airlines. Right. So this is one scenario that worked out badly. This guy, it takes two to tango. This dude didn't just sit there going. You want me to leave? I am positive he did something to raise it to this point where he needed to be dragged off, which I'm not agreeing with the dragging off. Every comedian I know has felt this way. Has felt this way? I, I got to say, because United, at, at some point... Because we fly so much, though. We're so... Yes. We're so... Um, fluent in the language of traveling yes. so when people like that who that man wanted to go home which we all want to go home but that but the other thing is that united didn't drag him off the plane air uh the police law enforcement yes did. that was the police so they keep blaming united for that what united should be blamed for is overselling fucking tickets like they do yeah and then go, picking this lottery up everybody's money means the same to them but the united united should have done they just kept they kept should they they should have kept upping the ante. They should have kept saying $100, right. $200. They got it to $1,000. Okay, now it's $2,000 because it costs them money in the back end after all the bad publicity, which yeah. it won't. They're going to come back. They're going to be fine uh, because we all... You well, want... they're just taking a blow like right now. Right now. They but had the, the leggings incident. The leggings a... incident, which I was on their side as well because they do... <laughs> I'm just getting that. <laughs> no, I, I'm not mad. I, I just I just don't think... Uh, I think if you're going to if you're gonna enforce a policy, it should be in the language. And I want to get... I want to get into this from a legal standpoint. Mm -hmm. If you got a problem with leggings, it better be in the language because if you give it yeah. up to interpretation for any person that's at that counter, you're every, it doesn't, if you have a woman that's at that counter who's a Pentecostal woman yeah. who thinks that you, what you're wearing. So, but I, I don't, I we, think we, if, we, if your policy says, hey, your, our employees, relatives need to look a certain way, they need to have business casual, but that's not the language in the. We had a guy write in that his like, he, he, flown on this policy and mm -hmm. he's like guys have to wear collared shirts and right. it's like okay not but i do agree like at united though or just on an airline because it some, was it was united he said or it was southwest oh, yeah, but no, it's like friends some, and family whatever, because some know. of the the airlines are more specific than others yeah. so they'll say business casual which i understand that's a whole that's a hole in their in their practice but in united's language it didn't say oh, it business, didn't. Ca business casual no it said casual um but remember it says something like it leaves it up to your interpretation remember Which that other people do. are flying yeah and be mindful that you have to be respectful in your because then you deal oh, well, with someone crazy. people are animals that, yeah. Yeah. i mean i've seen people dress for flights you don't even oh, you no. can't even believe i live in los angeles yeah. tell me about it so but i'm saying with this guy with the united getting dragged off the plane like I, I we're talking about the like the caring versus like oh, yeah. the social media caring because all these people were so horrified with how this guy was treated that they all band together mm -hmm. to take the flight anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. All of these people mm -hmm. who were taping it and screaming, how could you? Not in solidarity. No, none of them got off the plane with them. Right. No. None right. of them. Ex That's none true. of them said. We're flying Delta home to Kentucky. Right. Before Not they yanked them off, them. somebody can make them, I'll go. 
I'll yeah, do it for him. Yeah, not one person <laughs> stood up right. for this guy, and then he was. There's a video of him going, "Kill me, kill me." I was laughing so <laughs> well, fucking every, hard. Every comic was. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> dying because he's. I was like, "This is the moment where he's getting his extra milk." Because I'm like, "Have you not <laughs> yes. been watching the news?" One cop will say, "Okay." Like, yeah, what is <laughs> yeah. Don't say kill me. We'll we'll take care of that. I I it was, <laughs> it was just so the whole thing. For everyone to be on that guy's side, I couldn't, like, all these people are like, oh, it's a, it's a, a yeah, online, you can go online and say, hey, United I is, you. is the devil, United kicked off an ethnic, an ethnic if man. If that would have been a black woman, there would not have been that much outrage. I, I, a lot of people, it was a little Asian man who yeah. didn't weigh that much, right. and I think that it was a learning experience for the Asian community because a lot of mm. Asian people look down on other people of color and they look down on other groups and they think they're exempt. They find themselves being the white minority. So while you mm. see, now you see what it looks like when it's you. And I, I, I didn't, I thought it was ridiculous. First of all, I didn't think it was necessary for two guys. To, I could have carried that guy off the plane <laughs> myself. <laughs> he was like 90 pounds. Yeah. Like, come on. But it was just, it was excessive force, but that wasn't United. That was law enforcement. Yeah. That was the well, Chicago police. Right. But it's also like, how did it get to that point? Oh, I got it. It, was it, it. For it to get to that point where someone needed or someone felt the need to drag him off, it's like, okay, that guy has to have some fault in the matter. Yeah. And, and also, we have to just say, like, None of us give a shit about this guy. No. None of us give a shit. None of us got none. Of, all of us are the people on that plane who are, if I was on that plane, I would be like, oh man, I wish he sat next to me so I'd have the middle seat open. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I, I really. <laughs> my, my thing is like, it just feels like people are, ev- are looking for a new hashtag every yes. day. And that hashtag is done. And it's like, now it's the Cleveland killer who killed the guy on right. the, you know, yeah. and then tomorrow it'll be, and then we'll, everybody goes back to hating Donald Trump because now his, his approval rating is down to forty percent. So like Whatever. now the people that voted <laughs> it's up for from thirty seven. That's great. Yeah. He's doing good. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's like everybody is like there's a a, a community of haters on. Yeah, and they're always looking for something. Where real activism is, you're not. You don't have that much time to be on social media. Yeah, you're out there really doing. Something. It's it's the rush to the like farm. Yeah. Let's go pick up our likes. We'll feel good about ourselves. We hate United. We are for non-beating of passengers on plane. Oh, really? That's what you're for? Right. Why don't you get the fuck out of your seat and give it to this guy next time this yeah. plane's full? No, well, all not get off the happen. plane with him. Yeah. You all get off the make a stand. Yeah, you know, take a stand and say, all you know them? what? All, but there's there that doesn't exist. Didn't happen. That's why this boycotting this whole thing. We're gonna boycott Target. We're gonna. Yeah. Nobody's gonna do that. You know what I mean? Well, that's why they don't want Chick Fil A coming to campus to come back around. They don't want to come to campus because they know. And you know what? Chicken and to be will honest, beat no, how much we care, you know, about gay people. And I don't want to be insensitive to the LGBTQ plus community because I do think that they do have their challenges and their struggles. Sure. And having to see, you know, a, a company that stands against that what they believe should be their right is a, it could be offensive. So my point is, do something real. Do something real. Affect the way to affect Chick Fil A is. Through economics. Yes. Right. It's not through hashtags on Twitter. Popeyes. KFC. I flew United the day before yesterday when I flew here. My flight was sold out. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like all the hashtagging. <laughs> no, it's bullshit. It's not going to change anything. It's it's money. Two quick points. Exactly. Work to overturn Citizens United if you don't want Chick-fil-A donating to yeah. these causes. Then it's just the CEO can do whatever, like a normal person. You know, money is in speech then. And Delta now, I read, they're authorized to offer 
$10,000. Up to oh, 10000 really? Yeah, so if you're I'm a Delta a Del- I'm a Delta guy. Me too, but you yeah. know what? Delta's been capitalizing. Whoever does their social media is great. Oh, really? When the whole leggings thing happened with United, they tweeted, <laughs> come fly Delta. We fly Delta. We do this, 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 and you can wear your leggings. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, I love that shit. Like, yeah, I like a funny troll. You yeah. know, like, it's a, uh, and their app, I gotta say, it's almost as good as the Laughable app, oh. which you should all go download right now. You can find Ida on there, myself. I downloaded it's it. It's a great app. Uh, listen, Ida, this was fantastic. Always so good to have you. Uh, at Funny Ida on Twitter and Instagram. The album, go purchase that right now. It's out today. I'll say it for you is the name. It's on iTunes, uh, Google Play, Amazon. I'll say it for you. Ida Rodriguez, thank you so much. Man Samp, thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. At Man Samp on Twitter and Instagram. Mandatory Samson podcast every Friday here on the Labs Network. I'm Jared Freed. We put out this podcast every week, Tuesday and Friday. Here at Stand Up York Labs, I'm JTrain56 on all platforms except Instagram. I'm at Jared Freed. We're going to be back next episode. Boom! This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts and find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. Boom! Boom!